Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy and you're listening to The Bra and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom and everything in between, The Bra and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode... I've not mastered yet, hence why I've been recording this whole time just for my own. Ah! <laughs> I feel like I'm not good at the, in, the formal in, <laughs> intros, uh-huh. but I will say that I'm sitting here with Kat <laughs> from You're Alright. And if you don't know what You're Alright is, then where have you been? <laughs> and Kat, you have been on my Instagram and been on my radar for a long time. And now you're in my kitchen. <laughs> It's a nice kitchen. Oh, <laughs> and, um, how would you describe your all right? Um, oh God, I don't know. It's hard. Like, uh, I guess like a lot of other people when they talk to other people about it, or somebody says they've heard about it, they'll say it's like a, a mental health awareness blog, or it's you know it's a Scottish banter page or something <laughs> like that. Some people say it's a mix, and I don't really know what the intention was at the start. I think there was the underlying theme of mental health and just trying to be positive and stuff like that um, so it's kind of just grew arms and legs and now it's, it's whatever anybody wants it to be <laughs> That's lovely. when did you start it? Uh, so la- probably 2019 yeah uh-huh. um, the, or 2018 actually it was okay. December mm-hmm. so the end of that right. year mm-hmm. and yeah like you say just that um, it, can, it is what anybody wants it to be mm-hmm. so if they're there for the banter if they're for the patter mm-hmm. which I totally love <laughs> um, which we'll go into um, but then there is that focus on mental mm-hmm. health mental health awareness like we all have mental exactly. health and we have to look after it and we have to uh, have the awareness mm-hmm. of our own mental health um, and other people and I think obviously it feels like every day or every other day there is something in the media Definitely. that's telling us like we need, we need to figure this out because mm-hmm. there seems to be some sort of crisis going on and mm-hmm. it, it's like anything sometimes you're going well is it because we have social media now and we're more aware mm-hmm. just because people yeah. are sharing more online mm-hmm. or is it that there's more of a problem and I don't have the answer Yeah. but we do have social media and it is part of our life now and there's so many positives to it like mm-hmm. well you're alright that's, that's <laughs> a positive to social media yes. <laughs> so for, for you what was the focus initially for you? Why did you Why did you do it? Why did you start? Uh, 2018 was just such a shit year, <laughs> to right. be honest with you, for my own <laughs> mental health. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just thought, towards the end of that year, um, I was like, I used to have really, really bad anxiety when I was younger as well. And I still get anxious and there's still times that I'll like, have a wee like, episode or whatever, but mm. it's nothing on the scale of what it was like when I was younger. I'm, I'm much more able to manage it and stuff. Mm. But um, because 2018 was such like a, a bad year and stuff like that for me, I could feel myself getting anxious and stuff. And I thought anything that I'd ever done for myself to make myself feel better and any advice that I'd ever had was always like, you need to put yourself out your comfort zone because that's how you grow. Like You need to try and do these things that scare you. And for me, the most, the scariest thing that I could possibly do would be show people anything that I was doodling on my iPad. And I don't know, I guess letting people see me like, the chat or whatever yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. unless it's people that know me but you know hmm. putting yourself out there to randoms or strangers for me was terrifying so I thought to myself 
right, okay, maybe that's something I should do. And then I was just thinking that coupled with the fact that if I'm feeling really shitty and thinking these things and looking for help online or like looking for other people that are going through whatever I'm going through, maybe other people are doing the exact same thing. So it kind of just started like that, really. Like I thought, right, I'll on. post one post, see what happens, mm. and then... I don't know, it turns out there's quite a lot of people that were feeling yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Right. Uh-huh. And actually, see what you were saying about putting yourself out of your comfort zone, I didn't think that's what you were going to say because mm-hmm. I would have thought, and, I, and probably people have said this to mm-hmm. me, like, oh, do things that you like. Yeah. Go for a bath. And uh-huh. not to say that those things don't help Yeah. At certain times. Like, mm-hmm. go for a bath, read a book, anything that you like, go and do that, go and dance or whatever. Mm-hmm. But actually, you're spot on. Mm-hmm. See, doing something that's a wee bit scary that takes all your energy yeah. into that because you really have to think about it uh-huh. because it's something that is not the norm for you. It's so true. Like, I've yeah. got, I feel like, I still am, like, but I was a crazy introvert when I was younger. Like, right. all my friends would just take the piss at me all the time for, <laughs> for being like that. Um, and that's fine, you know, that's ah. fine. I can accept that because I was a, a wee bit weird at times. So it's easy to retreat then into that. Like, I'm just going to go into my comfort zone and I'm just not going to do those things. Mm. Um, but it was through talking to other people with, like, anxiety or, like, some professionals, just um, not in a medical capacity, but just through informal conversations that mm. were, like, you know, face your fears, you know, all that motivational mm. stuff you constantly see. <laughs> and you read it and you go like that. Mm, yeah, it's just words. Right? Sometimes you're like, bullshit. And other times <laughs> you're like, I'm going to try that and whatever. Um and so yeah I just I don't know I think I was just at that point where I was like hey, you need to do something mm-hmm. and I wanted to help other people as well so. and probably in, in helping other people that is a massive help to you then you see the benefit mm-hmm. of what you're doing in other people's mm-hmm. lives so then it's like a win-win well I feel good because that person feels better yeah it's a total hamster wheel effect it's yes like, and it's, it's a nice it's been a really nice experience actually like having the, the Instagram page and stuff because people have been it has been well received oh. and like people have reached out and said really nice things and then I've been able to reach out to other people as well and you meet just so many people through social media as well. That's the thing. Well, I mean, that's why you're sitting here. right here. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you want new pals, <laughs> get on Instagram. Totally. Oh, <laughs> Start no. something that's totally like a podcast like you're right. And this is for all that you know people are like oh you know you you're just so good at this and you blather away and I'm like I know but it's not. It's not in my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Like I really like. I'm not a technical person. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like the sound of my own voice. Uh-huh. Why did I start podcast? <laughs> you know, in the hope that I wouldn't speak a lot. But then, uh-huh. no managed that. Sixty-one uh-huh. episodes in, I'm like she's still talking. <laughs> but yeah, just pushing yourself. And as an adult, I think we get less and less good at mm-hmm. stepping out your comfort zone. When you're a young person, you maybe have more opportunity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To step out your comfort zone, things are presented to you. When mm-hmm. you're an adult, you probably need to go and seek them out. Yeah. I see, that's well, true. Yeah, and you formed your who you are mm-hmm. and your identity mm-hmm. to a certain point, and stepping out of your comfort zone and trying something new for girl. Like, what are you doing that for? Oh, totally. Because <laughs> like, what are you up to now? <laughs> when I was younger, like, if I'd had like the notion to do something like this, you're surrounded by well, at that time, surrounded by people that would be maybe like, but that's not what you do. You do this, or but that's not you because you're that person, and you just program yourself to think oh my god that's true and everybody I think does that to some mm. extent before you realise that you're not just one thing like you're so yeah, many and yeah. that sounds so cheesy but it's true it really it's like, is it's yeah so you're true. multifaceted mm-hmm. you don't need to just have this one thing that you're into mm-hmm. or one thing that you do or one like defining feature yeah you know mm-hmm. you're absolutely anything that you want to be mm-hmm. and that for me like you're alright looking at it as well it's got so many levels to it because the artwork alone like if you were just to do the art and then there was no blurb underneath, mm-hmm. 
then it's a it's a wonderful thing in itself. Thanks. It, it, it is though, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like so I love all the I love all your chat underneath and like that obviously gives you more insight mm-hmm. and more info and the laughs and the banter that obviously you became like hashtag famous no, insta famous no but, you can't see that <laughs> proper I'm dying <laughs> but the, the artwork alone so like you were saying mm-hmm. earlier doodling in your ipad yeah. have you just always liked doodling yeah um, i've always I don't know. I've always been. I'm a Pisces, right? So I'm that stereotypical right. creative person, if you What's like. That? That's February, isn't it? Um, it's your birthday this month. Uh, March, start of March. March so, yeah. so you're always doing something. I think that's a wee bit creative or like linked mm. to creativity or whatever. And also like that's just having a creative outlook or a creative. I don't know something you can do um, mm. really builds mindfulness as well. I think or helps you be mindful. Mm. So over the years, I've always did things like that, like one scheme to the next probably <laughs> but then the iPad came along you know and I was like alright oh, so it's like stop drawing and jotters and start <laughs> drawing at that um, and the, yeah but like it's funny that you said about the blurb or whatever underneath because it was never about the pictures which is quite funny at the beginning wow. it was always going to be like just whatever I was chatting mm-hmm. about underneath and initially I think I don't even know if people read what was underneath, to be fair, at first. I think they were just like that. Oh, that's cool. That's a yellow square. Well, that is the thing about Instagram. Like, a lot of people are there for uh-huh. the photos. It's a quick fix. Yeah, it's like, there's absolutely. that. I like that. Yeah. I don't like that. Whatever. Instant gratification. Yep. You know exactly yeah. what's going on for the picture. So mm-hmm. you're like that. Or you think you do. So yeah. you're like that. That's and there's not done. much mindful about that. Mm-hmm. So we definitely, we definitely need the blurb, keep the blurb. <laughs> so it's funny that it then people started to maybe notice it or actually read it. I don't yeah. know what it was. And then, I don't know, I think it's maybe went more that way now. Or I'm not sure, but yeah. it's just there. Uh, well, like you said earlier, it's like whatever end you need yeah, it to be. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like the yellow, mm-hmm. uh, where did that come from? <laughs> like I've got a theme on my Instagram of everything's uh-huh. black and white yeah. on the, the feed. Where, where did the yellow come from? I honestly think, right, that if I think back to that December when I was like, uh-huh. setting up the Instagram and whatever, I was living in New York at the time. It was it was obviously winter and mm. it was it was crazy weather. It was like mad snow, like it was proper grey and dark, miserable, mm. whatever outside. And I don't know, probably a visual representation of exactly how I was feeling inside. So I think when I was just like sitting messing about or whatever, I was putting different colours in and the yellow came in and it just kind of stuck and... I don't know, I find it really difficult. Like, yellow's not my favourite colour, I'll be honest with you, it's not my favourite colour. <laughs> I like it, but it's not my favourite. Yes. But I think when you see it, you kind of help but feel better, like it's 100%. an uplifting colour. So Absolutely. I thought to myself, right, if you're going to do this and you want to have that purpose behind it, which is to make people feel a wee bit mm. better, then it should it should be something that's bright yeah, and kind of happy. Yeah, I've missed a here with the brown, the brown, the brown, the brown, the brown, that's a visual representation of me, obviously. My whole wardrobe is black. So is mine. It's perfect, you know. Well, yeah. Well, now yeah. you've got merch. You can go on to that. But, you know, I love it. And, it, you know, it's that vibrancy. It makes you, well, it makes you stop looking like, when it is in your feed, you know, mm. it comes up and I'm like, oh, I know exactly who it is. I mean, I know you're not coming from a branding yeah. perspective, but mm. you want people to read it. You want people to mm-hmm. get something from it and you want them to stop and notice yeah, what you've done because in the hope that it'll, they'll be able to take something from it and if that's you're, how you're going to get them with the yellow <laughs> then great <laughs> then the banter and the patter I mean aside from the mental health aspect and the real issue based mm-hmm. stuff and, and being real mm-hmm. being very real and being real sometimes isn't being positive mm-hmm. yeah um, the banter 
Is that just your vernacular? Is that just how you, you and your pals chat, you and your family? Like, where does that... Because, I mean, it makes me laugh. Like, it's brilliant. Thanks. I love it. Uh, I don't know. I think it is. Like, it's not. It's natural. I'd say mm-hmm. that. Like, it, most of the things on there, if it's not a real story that I've told and yes. whatever I'm chatting about, it's in relation to, like, a conversation or how I would sit and talk with, my, like, my pals yeah. and stuff like that. Um and I think it kind of went more that way, like as as time went on, like uh-huh. the page, because I don't know. You realise, like people of Glasgow or Scotland or whatever, like first of all, we don't really like talking about mental health, or we don't really like showing our emotions or what's mm-hmm. wrong with us. And we've a lot of people have got this hard exterior, and I think like if you can reach people on a level where it's relatable, yeah. then like you can then have the tough conversations or that dialogue, and people don't feel as threatened mm-hmm. either. So. I feel like, don't get me wrong, I've got my telephone voice right. <laughs> I'm half using yes. it right now. <laughs> uh, the, Again, um, <laughs> different sides to exactly. you. Exactly. You don't need to be this mm-hmm. one person who's yeah. full of the banter and the chat and totally. the, I'm speaking really colloquial. Mm-hmm. You can be cancer's mm-hmm. professional. And, you know, it depends like, on your environment absolutely. as well. Absolutely. But the norm would probably be like, what you see in the Instagram page and then I kind of tart it up a wee bit to <laughs> I mean I have to say I don't swear half as much as I do when I'm typing mm-hmm. I mean I don't know maybe I do and I don't realise it I don't because I always think I type it like I would say it so if that's true then I must swear quite a lot cause <laughs> <laughs> so I've never really thought about that till this minute but I don't know I always think oh god I've put like that in or whatever but then again I think you have the days where, or most people have the days where that is the language that you're using because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the mood that you're in or Aye, whatever. Uh-huh. And um, just to go with that, no make apologies for mm-hmm. who you are, that's who you are, and that's whom the day, all right? Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the process of just getting it down on inverted commas paper. Yeah. For you, getting it down, it must be quite cathartic as well just to Definitely. have a bit of a release uh-huh. and then go, right, I'm putting this out in the world. Mm-hmm. Have you ever retracted one that you've put out and then you went, oh, I don't really want to, uh, what am I doing? <laughs> No, like I've not retracted them, but there was one, um, was it a couple of weeks ago, it was World Cancer Day. I was aware it was World Cancer Day, it was all over social media, like I knew like in the calendar or whatever that was coming up. Um, and I did think about like doing a post for it and then, but that's something that's like has affected me and my family. Okay, so I yeah. was like, I don't know, I don't want to write about it, like an outsider that's like, oh this was what it must be like you have to if you've experienced it then Then you you should share it like so Uh but then I was like oh I don't know that's quite vulnerable um and so I just avoided it and put out another post Mm -hmm. and then I was seeing how many like so many brave people throughout the day people owning it and just saying by the way I had cancer and it was terrible and I'm a survivor and other people saying I'd lost somebody and I was reading that and taking comfort in what they were saying from my own experience and loss and I thought to myself you know if you're really going to have a positive page and you're really going to try and help people then you have to do it yeah. so and then that's that comfort zone thing again mm. so I did share like um, yeah because you don't want to seem that you're sharing for attention uh-huh. sharing for oh yeah you know, it's like, World Cancer Day or it's uh-huh, something yeah, so we're me. all going to jump on board no. with that like, no uh-huh. you know, you're not doing it for the, the mm-hmm. gram that's yeah. not what you're doing it for mm-hmm. your intentions are correct at mm-hmm. every turn but yeah it's yeah. just like how are other people going to perceive, perceive it perceive it exactly and then, then I thought how you can't go about what? your life worrying about other folk are going to think I mean here's me Talking load of nonsense because I'm the biggest people pleaser you'll ever meet, right? Um, and so anybody knows me is like, you be quiet. <laughs> like, I'm pleasing everybody. 
but you have to be real. Mm-hmm. You have to be yourself and mm-hmm. being vulnerable, being open, like saying, I'm having a rubbish day. Mm-hmm. And for that not to be because you want loads of people to faint or you yeah. just because it just helps to see it. Uh-huh. And maybe it helps somebody else. Definitely. You know, because you can have this persona as well in your everyday life and your job mm-hmm. online that you've got it all sorted and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think social media can be quite Definitely bad for that. that you know yeah. we mm-hmm. all put it's a highlights reel mm-hmm. and that, that is what it is mm-hmm. but so yeah if you can be honest mm-hmm. um, and hope that it will help somebody mm-hmm. else be honest with themselves or other people great honestly More that. see that day I was an emotional mm. wreck because so many people had responded but so many people had sent messages and then they were like sharing their story or they were saying that was like my experience or that was oh. this and I think I don't know it was like emotional about the day like mm-hmm. it makes you think about the people that you've yes. lost it makes uh-huh. you think about the people that survived it um, I was putting myself in other people's positions thinking my god like you <laughs> I was like, like that by the end exhausted. of the day I was emotionally drained but I felt so uh, much better for having shared it because mm-hmm. I thought maybe they people needed that outlet to yeah. message somebody and say I know exactly what you mean yeah because they maybe had never seen any other post that day about mm-hmm. it but yours mm-hmm. that may have happened and yeah. you think to yourself well then it's worth it, isn't it? Ah. because they've had a chance to absolutely to get something off their chest mm. so. do you plan I mean obviously on that day you knew it was going up it was mm-hmm. on your mind you're like do I do I, I know you you have a life you have a job mm-hmm. so this is not this is a, <laughs> in a hobby Aye. so do you plan in advance or is it just like first thing in the morning you're like oh but <laughs> Uh, I've said this before and honestly anybody who takes Instagram seriously will sit and be like that she's such an idiot oh my god what's up with her I don't plan it and people don't like to hear that because I went to a few things before and they were like what do you mean don't you check your algorithm and they were talking about all these words and all these things and I was like that What's that? No, like, cat, do you never check your analytics? I was like, I wouldn't even know how. I was like, I don't know. Is that a thing? So, Can you apparently, do it? I, I don't really? know. I don't know that you do I know how to do it since I'll show you after, right? I'll let you see. Skill. <laughs> but at the time, I was sitting there thinking, I'm so at my depth. I don't know what I'm doing. I only know how to press the share button and write underneath it. Like, these ah. people have got a whole grasp on this. Love it. Somebody asked me if I had a calendar just for Instagram. I was like, no. Oof. Basically, I sit and I'll just. Like, as, as anybody has a pastime or whatever, I'm sitting, I'm doodling or whatever. And then before you know it, you've got a few of them saved or whatever. Mm. So there's a wee bank of stuff. So every now and then I'd go through it in the morning and I'd be like, I'm, however I'm feeling, I'm looking at that and I'm saying, I'm going to write about that or I can link that to that. Yeah. But like you said with the cancer one, I did know that was coming up. Mm. So I was going to, I was consciously made an effort to uh-huh. recognise that. And I think World uh, Mental Health Day, I did the same with that. I knew that was coming up. So I thought I'm going to highlight that. But most of the time, it's just like a fly by the seat of my pants. And Love that. Don't, I don't change. Know. I don't ever want to change. People no. recently were like to me, no, you need to start being strategic. And I'm like, I don't want for to be like that gain, For what reason? I know. It, it's working because you're enjoying it, mm-hmm. I'm guessing. You're mm-hmm. enjoying what I you're doing. It. I you're, love it. You're, uh-huh. you know, having the response to report with other people. Mm-hmm. People are telling you that they're absolutely loving it mm-hmm. and that they get something from it. What, what else is there to be done? I know. I just think, no bro, don't fix it. <laughs> uh, like I never want to, I don't want to overthink it. Like because yeah. I think as well, like if it's gonna be real and it is gonna be like how you're feeling in the moment or something's happening with somebody else and you're sharing it, then it has to be real. And for it to be real, you can't pre-plan that. No. You have to just well, wake well up just and, come across contrived uh-huh. then or set up or mm-hmm. it's like the podcast. Like you're here tonight because I've been engaging with your social media mm-hmm. and I'm like I I. I Cat seems like a really cool person, <laughs> and I really like what she's doing. 
I'd like her to be on the podcast. That's it. It's not like, well, she's got X amount of followers and mm-hmm. that would be really good for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And no, because mm-hmm. everybody's got a story Definitely. to tell. So it is all walks of life. And that's really, I want to mm-hmm. represent as much of society as I possibly can mm-hmm. on this podcast. Do you know what I mean? If you're into something yeah. and you love it, then you're on. Come and share I'm it. happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not about you know gaining likes or uh-huh. followers. I mean, it's lovely when people tell you it must be really nice for you and folk go, that, oh, I love that one, or yeah, you know, message uh-huh. them back. But uh-huh. you're getting something, whether people like it or no, you're yeah. getting something from the act of doing, doing it. it. Definitely. Mm. I agree with you. I was actually talking to somebody about this recently, just about um, passions in general. And like, it really doesn't, it does not matter to me what it is. Like, I think when you talk to somebody and you can tell that they love what they do, or they love what they're trying to do, or they love, they've got something that they're just so interested and invested in, like, you can't help but get caught up in that. Yes. And you might have had zero interest in it before they started <laughs> talking to it. But later on that night, you're Googling ah, actually everything about what yes. they were talking about. Because I'm like, I don't I know. I became an expert in all sorts of stuff by the way since I was doing this podcast. I was like, there's things I didn't know existed. Uh-huh. You know, and that's like, yeah, just listening, mm-hmm. being open to new things and yeah. new stories mm-hmm. and, and sharing your own mm-hmm. stories. Because everybody's mm-hmm. got something that, mm-hmm. to offer. See, when you're doing the art, are you thinking what the blurb would be underneath it? Or are you just doing the art mm-hmm. and then that's a, that's a secondary thing when you're like, all right, what am I going to post today? Yeah. How, how am I feeling? I'm looking to see mm-hmm. what drawings I've got and I'm like, oh, I'd like to use that one. Because mm-hmm. I think that relates to what's in my head and what I'm going to put down. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of how it works? Sometimes or? sometimes there'll be a wee idea and I'll mess it uh-huh. out. And then sometimes whatever the idea is, I'll maybe have three different versions of what that might look like. Ah. So then one of the versions becomes something else because I've had another idea along the way. Right. And then sometimes I just draw whatever for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. So like there was when Iron Brew did like the fanny <laughs> I did that one day I didn't uh-huh. know where that was going to end up uh-huh. um, I just liked it it was again like if you have the moments where you're sitting and that's your pastime and that's just taking your mind off other stuff like you just you get carried away so mm. and I don't know about you but there's a million things going through my head at one time so I've all there's like 10 million ideas whatever and that I'll try to draw or whatever <laughs> and I don't know what one is that's going to get pulled out at the time yeah, but um Sometimes uh, there's a, probably a wee bit of balance in mm-hmm. that, I think. Mm-hmm. Has there been ones that start like in your head right now if you were to envisage it? I mean, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Are there ones that stand out to you? Not necessarily mm-hmm. because they were the most popular in terms of likes, mm-hmm. but ones stand out for you? Like, mm-hmm. oh, that was, I like that one, or I always go back to that one, or. Uh, God, I don't know. I scroll through my Instagram. I've got a mind blank. I'm like, they're all just yellow squares now. I can show you. <laughs> no, I suppose like there was one I did uh, rec- quite recently, I think, and it was about like the seventy-five bus when you're on the seventy-five, and how it links to just like your life being up and down and whatever. And because somebody had messaged me and they were like, um, "By the way, can I get that as a print?" And I was like, I don't know, I don't really do prints. And then Landa were like, no, but can I get it as a print? And she had this whole reason behind why she wanted that as a print. And it was really personal to her. And I couldn't believe it. Uh Because when I did that, whenever I drew that or whatever, but then I'd actually posted it, I had no idea that somebody was going to take as much away from it as what Mm -hmm. she did. So I don't know. I was talking to somebody about post the other day and I was talking about the 75 one. Um, I thought I would talk about that for the reasoning that I had behind it but yeah. now it's going to stick in my mind for what she oh, took out of it because I just didn't see that yeah, like, I just totally blindsided uh-huh. you I didn't like, see that coming whoa and then but that mm-hmm. just shows you you're doing exactly what you want to do you're not overthinking it mm-hmm. and that's when the best things come back mm-hmm. to you do you know what I mean like when you just put out your creativity into the world and you just see what happens uh huh 
scary. It's yeah. good though, but it's scary. <laughs> Why do you feel find it so scary? What are you mm-hmm. scared about? I think it's just that it's, it's probably never left. I mean, I've got better at dealing with mm-hmm. I don't know if dealing's the right word. I've got better at accepting it, I suppose. Okay. That people will always have opinions and people will always have their thoughts and mm. stuff like that. So before I'd even started it, that was probably the barrier to ever starting it. Oh God, what if people say this? What if people say that? Yeah. What if people are like, you're not funny? <laughs> <laughs> what if I feel worse? Yeah, these people I know. They don't exist. And I think like when you get anxious or over anxious, that's just how your train of thought works, and you just end up getting into that zone where, and then you get put off and you don't do mm. it. So I think like when you start it. And then you just get used to that. And then, I don't know, to be honest, see now, it's in waves. It's like, I go through emotions, I think, I wonder what people will think of that. And then I think, I don't care. And then I have other days where I'm like, I don't give a flying what anybody says. <laughs> and then I think, maybe I should. And then, I, and then you know what I mean? You're always battling uh-huh. with, yeah, e- yeah, with yeah. each side of it. So, I don't know. I've, There's I've, a nice of that inner chat with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, you're mindful. Mm-hmm. I accept people mm-hmm. will maybe not appreciate what I'm doing or not get it uh-huh. or whatever it is. Uh-huh. But and whether they tell you that or not. I uh-huh. mean, people could be thinking all sorts about this podcast. As long as you don't tell me. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> Please don't tell me. Um, but I'm not doing it mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. you just got to remember why you're doing it. Yeah. Bring it back to that. That definitely helps. Mm-hmm. Definitely helps. Um, there was a woman actually the other day and she messaged under it saying I I even think what my post was right but she put under it is there any need no there's no need to swear or something like that and I was like fair enough fair enough and I I did respond to her and I just said something like you're entitled to your opinion and sent her a yellow heart because with the best will in the world that's that's her opinion she's read that and been like oh for god's sake that's plenty. You're you don't like, need to speak like that. Instagram, though, you don't have to be like, on it. Right? I was like, you know, I thought, hey, you're entitled to your opinion. But then for a split second, I was like, God, maybe I didn't need to like say all that. But again, when I looked through it again, because she did make me look through it again, because she made me judge myself. But I was like that. No, because if I didn't put that in, it wouldn't have been me or Would've sounded like me talking yeah, yeah. about whatever it was I was talking uh-huh. about. So, you know, it's totally yeah. fair enough There's that you don't like There's a lot worse things than but... Sweden, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it really is. You know, it's not it's not for a lack of vocabulary for sure. It's like, we're making a point here. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I, that's my yes, excuse. <laughs> exactly. Your vocabulary is I justify point. it. <laughs> uh. So, like you're saying, there's things that have happened through this that you, on a daily basis, I would guess, including the woman that messaged you um, that were unexpected. Yeah. Uh-huh. What other kind of opportunities or experiences have you had through your all right where you're like, what even is this? Oh my God. <laughs> so many. Honestly, I feel so lucky. Like, And it's not even anything that, you know, people would listen to and be like, people might listen to it and be like that. Oh, what's you know? Why are you excited about that? But for me, they were like it was massive things, Great. like um, the Glasgow Girls Club. Yeah. Um, Laura from Glasgow Girls Club. When we first started talking on social media and stuff like that, um, like a year, year and a half ago, whatever it was, I was coming back from America and uh, having been there and seeing how many things were available for women mm-hmm. like totally empowering but empowering through business empowering through just like socialising it just made me think about what was happening in Glasgow because mm-hmm. I'd came back for like a visit on and off like okay. over three years yeah, or whatever I was yeah. away but I thought to myself like the last time I was there or whatever it just was that wasn't the culture that I grew up in it was very much like you know like we said earlier you do that and don't step out your comfort zone and yes. that's the only thing you can do and oh my god you're a Stay woman in box. so that's plenty <laughs> and then other women judging other women and it was just like it wasn't this nice 
like nurturing yeah, supportive uh-huh, uh-huh. environment which yeah. seems to have been cultivated since and I think organisations like Glasgow Girls Club have like totally paved the way for that. Absolutely. Um, so I was when I was first looking into it, I came across them. I thought, oh my god, I can't believe she's doing that. She's for all women. She wants all these girls to come together and just be amazing, and share all their amazing businesses mm. and experiences, and just totally grow. Yeah. Can't believe it. I thought that was brilliant. So I was totally interested in that and getting involved and seeing like where that would lead me in terms of socialising mm. again from having the bad year and stuff and obviously get friends and stuff but I thought push yourself at your comfort zone and go to New events and whatever Aye. you wouldn't normally go yeah. to try everything makes sense um, and then obviously I met her and she, we were like chatting and stuff like that and then when she was like oh could you design the merch for Glasgow Girls Club I was like are you mental <laughs> You, first of all, I've got a ton of businesses that are in, within your organisation and a lot of the people are graphic designers mm. and illustrators. Why would you not go with them or whatever? But she like had her reasons and, and that yeah. was great for me. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I still, like, even now, I'm like, I can't believe that she trusted me with yeah. that for a ah, start. Because yeah, yeah. like, ah. that's her business. So I was like, but oh my God. Like, saw something new and was like you can do this so I thought I don't know I tell you what though she obviously puts her money where her mouth is because if she's hell bent on empowering women she sure is shit yeah, uh-huh. like, and that's brilliant aye, totally. that's absolutely brilliant she's that's, done exactly what she uh-huh. says that she's doing mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I that's definitely a big moment like I look back and I think how did that even happen and why is that even happening and why is that still an ongoing thing like surely she's going to be like that that's as we're done <laughs> no, uh, but it's accepting that somebody else has got that belief in you that's uh-huh. like for me it was a struggle because I'm like I've just about got belief in myself right now is post a few things yeah. and you want me to go and do this to me One this huge thing to another person but it's, you obviously there was something about it that you were like I'm going mm-hmm. to say yes even though it's dead uh-huh. scary because it stems back to that thing where I was challenging myself and having mm. speaking to other people like why aren't you doing the scary things that's how you'll overcome your anxiety that's how you'll grow that's how you'll push yourself at your comfort zone and I was like right and so I then went mental and just got in a habit of just going like yeah yeah aye aye I can do it exactly and then I go back and I go like oh I don't know say yes to that. Yeah, so recently you were doing a collaboration with or a collaboration that sounds like I know it's pure fancy in it <laughs> with uh, Royston Youth Action oh my god love that ah. uh, so like the so Sharon from Royston Youth Action um, again through somebody else I know um, we're following each other on social mm. media and stuff and I am all about the kids and the young people and them having as much access to opportunities as possible um, and I think the reason that the youth actions or youth clubs and all that are still so needed yeah. is because you know we find time and time again that these kids are getting to an age where they they feel that there's nothing else for yeah, them yeah, yeah. they're not kids anymore yeah. essentially in terms of like young kids mm-hmm. um but they're not quite adults and there's just this period where it's like some people some of them don't have anybody looking out for them so like people like Sharon mm-hmm. um who work in organizations like Royston Youth Action um totally serve a purpose and yeah. give these kids opportunities to carry on experiencing things which is just amazing so I love it for all the reasons and then um 
at the start of the year? Was it the end of last year or the start of this year? I don't know. This is really cringy, right? I hate that these words are coming out of my mouth. <laughs> she, was, she said to me, she sent me a message and she's like, I'm going to send you like a letter or whatever. Um, she's like, I'm excited to know what you're going to think, whatever. And I thought, send me a letter? I was like, what the fuck? So it came through and it was like this thing and it was just saying like, would you be an ambassador in 2020 for Royston Youth Action? And the reason I'm saying it's cringy is because I hate the word ambassador, right? Because what does that even mean? But... I was like, well, if we can say I'm a pal, then I'll, I'll totally be your pal. And I thought, I don't even know what it's going to entail, but basically, if it's anything to do with like, the kids or whatever, or raising awareness or highlighting anything that you are doing, or you need me to do anything, mm-hmm. like, if I can possibly or physically do it, then I will. So I was totally, like, amazed, and she'd asked, like, four other people as well, and then I saw the other four people that she asked, and I was like, <gasps> why are you asking me this? People like, are just oh putting my you God. in situations every day where you're like, <laughs> stop putting it in the guys. Because right? then again, you go through that inevitable, you compare yourself, and you're like that. Why are they asking me, and I'm the same as they, and these people are so great, and they'll be able to do so much more, and why am I here, and all this stuff, so, and I was like, I'll do it, and then, because Valentine's was coming up, in January mm. I was talking to her and I was like foreseeing that it is you are bombarded especially young people and social everybody is but young people I think are more vulnerable to seeing when things like Valentine's come around that you need to be in a relationship you need to have photos with 45,000 heart balloons around you like <laughs> you need to be saying that you're so badly in love and you think so to yourself so much pressure what the hell uh-huh. like first of all real relationships don't even work like that <laughs> and chances are you'll not be talking on Valentine's Day for whatever reason <laughs> So you'd be lucky if you get a card. Like, and I just thought, well, here's an opportunity for like some young people to highlight and raise awareness about Valentine's Day with a the theme of I love myself. Um, what do you love about yourself? Spoiling. And we talked about how that would link to like self-respect and self-acceptance, self-confidence, self-worth, all these kind mm. of things. And um, when they were getting the kids to design them, they were like saying to me things like, if you want to believe the conversation we had tonight, or that kids were really getting in depth talking about, you know, how to value themselves and all that. And I was oh, like, wiping away that's, the tears. That is huge. Because you're like, that's the impact. The t shirts are great, you know, mm. and the creativity that those kids showed yeah. blew me away because I was like, they were so cool. I just couldn't believe it. I just loved it. I love oh, how they interpreted it. Fantastic. And just totally embraced it and got involved yeah. with it. I thought that was amazing. But then on top of that, to have like that layer of well, there was some serious conversations mm-hmm. or some serious thinking taking place, just makes it even more purposeful. Yeah, um, it's quite alarming. I had a similar conversation with a group of young people that I worked with recently. They were saying, "Oh, can we do a more lyrical dance? Can we pick a song and, and mm-hmm. choreograph it to, to the words?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "I'm holding a sad dance." Because every time somebody <laughs> says a lyrical dance, it's always got to be like you know, really emotional. Like, yeah, always, and I'm like, "Can we do?" And they're a happy bunch. Yeah. They were like, "Can we do something that's really positive, mm-hmm. but yeah, still a lyrical?" And I was like, "All right, mm-hmm. this one's good. What do you want to do on?" Um, and one of the girls said self acceptance. I was like, "Yes, yes. we can." Uh-huh. So I said, "Right." What I want you to do now is just tell me something you like about yourself. Mm-hmm. Silence. Totally. Because how now, hard these is girls that are what well, I would deem confident girls mm-hmm. because they are dancers and they choose mm-hmm. to come to this dance class and they perform. Yeah. Great girls to be around. Loads of confidence. Loads of banter mm-hmm. and chat going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell me something they liked about yeah. themselves. I mm-hmm. was like, doesn't need to be about your appearance. It yeah. can be something about your personality you like. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, I love my hair. I've got great hair. Mm-hmm. Tell you do have like. yeah. I've told you that. Yeah, I love you that. Yeah, your hair's I'm amazing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's yours, actually. Um, when you came the night, I was like, when you put your hood down, I was like, that's why you had your hood up. She was such beautifully <laughs> quaffered hair. Um, and it was actually quite alarming. Mm-hmm. 
that they couldn't give me something that they liked about themselves. Mm-hmm. I was like, girls, come on. I know. It's not bragging. It's not being full of yourself. Yeah. There's lots of things about you that you should like. That's You've got so much mm-hmm. going for you, it's unbelievable. Recognise it. Ah. Mm-hmm. That's why I like emotional literacy in schools and stuff like that. And even like nurseries, like early years, is so important, like just to normalise it. Like, and have the conversations. Mm-hmm. Because the kids become adults that are like that. Like, the self-esteem's so low. Like, am I going to be judged for saying I like something about myself? I actually don't like anything about myself. Like, what is the sadder of the wow. two things? Like, yeah. to be in that position. And I think if you're building kids' um, self-esteem and building them to be resilient individuals, like, then even if, if even if they did say something they liked about themselves and somebody says, oh, no way, but I, I don't care, I like yeah, it. I still like it, uh-huh. thanks. Uh-huh. It's just bounce off them and... I don't know, there just needs to be so much more of that. Like, it really does. Uh-huh. And what you're doing, you being an ambassador, uh-huh. the word, <laughs> for Royce and Youth Action, that's the kind of work that needs to continue. That's what's uh-huh. making a difference. Because mm-hmm. like, like you were saying, the actual act of drawing something, mm-hmm. I mean, picking up a pencil and a crayon or whatever mm-hmm. and drawing something, uh-huh. great. But, yeah. we, but then like you said, there was all that chat mm-hmm. and that just sparks you know, something and somebody just to go, actually, I, I mm-hmm. should like that about myself. And actually, if I think about it, I do. Definitely. Uh, and celebrate that. And celebrate it in others as well. Support your pals. Mm-hmm. Say nice things about your pals. Mm-hmm. I mean, banter's great and you can mm-hmm. sag about you. You're talking about your pals sagging you yeah. when you're younger. But you need to know that yeah. the people around you, they like you. Yeah, definitely. They're, they're hanging about you because uh-huh. you're a good person or uh-huh. you've got something going for you. Uh-huh. The other good thing to come for like the the t-shirt design mm. thing with Royston um, was because they do this twelve months of kindness thing where they focus on a charity or an organisation and they get their kids to like do things to help them highlight right. it raise awareness. So for February, their chosen charity was actually Chrissy's House, which yes. is one that goes hand in hand with this, the, which is the charity that I support yes. through the merch. Uh-huh. So. It was so weird just how it fell into place because wow. I was like, I love that. When they told me that, I was like, that's amazing because the t-shirt that um, it was actually a 10-year-old that won the competition. Her name was Cara Trainer, and she's pure fabulous. Oh, Cara! Cara, you're a built yeah. um, she, uh, she won the competition. She was so, totally thrilled, oh, eh? Honestly, like, I was just so happy. And like, her t-shirt, you know, will get made and it will be sold. And like the other merch, a percentage of that will go to Chrissy's House Charity. So, even without them doing that off their own back highlighting Chrissy's house the fact that they were in a competition and they knew that that was something that was going to happen I think has added to the conversation yeah. and like what is Chrissy's house and what, what do they do and why is that important like and the staff at Royston Youth Action they're just not scared to have the conversations with kids we're supporting a, a mental health charity this month yeah. there's suicide prevention uh-huh. here's what this is about and like there's just I mean how positively is yeah. that going to impact because I went to like a suicide uh, talk mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago and they just got to, to say the word suicide to each other mm-hmm. you know, whisper in corners uh-huh. like a bad word like when cancer used to Aye. be the big C and yep. you couldn't say that do you know what I mean like just talking mm-hmm. about it normalising it like you mm-hmm. say is really important mm-hmm. because the first thing is talking about it and acknowledging that mm-hmm. people are struggling mm-hmm. um, in Chrissy's house for me like mm-hmm. I know of Chrissy's house work mm-hmm. it, how did you decide that that was going to be your charity mm-hmm. for your all right merch um, so I'd like spoken to them um, a few times beforehand um, I'd met Anne uh, who's the founder and a few ever met her or for anybody who has or anybody who will she's like your second mammy like instantly instantly like she's just one of the people that has that vibe yes and I went to Chrissy's house to meet her and 
again, like the setup for Chrissy's house and stuff like that is like a home from home because they've purposely done that. They don't want it to be clinical. Mm-hmm. They want it to be a place that puts you at ease the second you walk through the door. And the staff that they have there and the volunteers um, and Anne herself are just so welcoming that with the environment as well as their personality and their approach, they totally encapsulate that. Like, it's just... Because I was ner- I'm nervous about meeting people. I was nervous about coming the other night. I'm nervous know, about meeting know, new people absolutely. all the time. So like, but to I think go it's there, awesome thought, that you're still oh, doing it though. You're doing it anyway. Force yourself. Uh-huh. You have to. Um, yeah, so when I went like, to speak to her there and stuff like that and I could see like what she'd created and she talked to me about it and all that, I thought, there's no way that you can't support this charity. There's so many. Don't get me wrong. Every yeah. charity is worthwhile and worth their weight in gold. Aye, aye. But she was talking about how everybody that is, supports Chrissy's house is in works there. They're volunteers. Like they, they've got ninety fives. Those doctors, those psychologists, those therapists, wow. those clinicians, whatever. Like they're coming for doing their ninety five, or it's their day off, or it's whatever, and they're putting their time into that organisation to help other That's people. Huge. And I just thought, I, I was like, that blows my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. not that people shouldn't get paid for their time and their no, work. No. Like, absolutely, we all should. Yeah, and yeah. in an ideal world, everybody would. Exactly. Um, but I thought to not have that barrier for uh-huh. the people to be that selfless that you're going to yeah. finish doing whatever you were doing and still carry on what you help people. Because you exactly yeah. it was huge, just so incredible and so inspiring. Yeah. Um, and then again, like because I'd had anxiety and stuff like that when I was younger, and then 2018 being a really shit year, mm. I'd went and I was talking to Anne and a couple of people from there, and they were like, "You should come for CBT. They're like, it really helps when you get those anxious feelings and stuff mm. like that again." And I thought, "Oh, but I'm so anxious, I can't go. So I, I mean, that was it was, and again, it was fine. Having had having been there a couple mm. of times before and knew what the setup was like. Familiar to you. I thought, right, you'll be fine. You'll be all right. To use my own phrase, you'll be fine. <laughs> but the first time I went, I remember sitting there and I was listening to other people's stories, and I couldn't believe what they were saying because. I had my feelings and I was going through whatever I was going through. Mm. <clears throat> but for me, again, it's that evil comparison. I kept thinking, I'm not on a level like these people. I felt like a fraud. I was uh-huh. like, I shouldn't be sitting here. Like yeah. These Monster people syndrome. Yep, really need help. And I'm just taking up a space in the chair and all that kind of a thing. And then obviously you realise through the process of CBT, like to reverse their thoughts and flip their thoughts. And it really, really helps. But the first session, uh-huh, I was literally sitting in the chair feeling like, or thinking, like, what's the easiest way to totally, like, John McLean-style roll along the floor and just get out the door? Like, I don't think I concentrated properly for the first 20 minutes. You're sitting like, there berating yourself, like, shouldn't I be here? Oh, my God, uh-huh. I need to leave now. This is, I'm not supposed to be here. If I roll along the floor, is that less embarrassing than getting up and walking out? If I say I need a toilet and then I don't come back, like, will the door be locked at the front? Like, I just, honest to God. <laughs> that self-talk, you just it's, it's you catastrophize mm-hmm. and just make a story up in your head and that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what you believe. Before I knew it, I was involved <laughs> in the chat, I was participating and then the session came to an end and I thought, I can't wait to come to the next one. Great. So I guess like that, having experienced it, being there to experience it firsthand, listen to the stories and everything that they do. Also took part in they do a walk of hope. It's incredible. Like they do it from uh, the SEC like area and you walk 5k around the city and you come back there but you everybody meets at two o'clock in the morning and the walk kind of takes place maybe about half three four and the idea is that you're walking in darkness no. and that by the time you do your 5k you walk into light <sighs> and their message is like darkness to light there's hope where there's light so that's awesome honest to god like i've been i've did so many like charity events and like participated in mm. races you know the kind of yeah, things that yeah, we do yeah, like, uh-huh. for time to time mm. and they're all great and they're again totally worth it 
but nothing has had the biggest impact on me apart except for the walk of hope. I was that like, just made me think of your Instagram though, just that the yellow. <laughs> that's what it is. You just it is well, they're, they're logo, they have the yellow yeah, thing uh, as well actually. I was thinking well, that too, so, yeah. Uh-huh. And that again, it's just all men, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's meant to be. Uh-huh. And you like, I'm guessing mm. from your chat, you mm. didn't plan all that. That's no, that's well, that just, not, yeah. going, So that would be a good chance because the logo is yellow. That's not I wish I was that smart, Lisa. I wish I was that smart. No, you are, but you're, you, you are coming from a place of realness. You're just doing whatever you're drawn to, whatever feels right, mm. whatever feels the most real mm-hmm. and the most helpful and supportive mm-hmm. to other people. And like I know you probably grapple with the whole, like, is this selfish? Mm-hmm. and am I doing this is this all about me and oh my god yep. I'm no anxious enough to be here and all all that chat definitely but it's it, it's really selfless because what you're giving back to people and, and just those wee yellow squares I is hope so. pretty awesome <laughs> that's always the intention so yeah. I, I honestly hope to god that it comes across like that it, do, it does I'm telling you now it does, <laughs> it does there's nothing negative about it it's brilliant and the merch just is that something that came before Chrissy's house or was that at the same time and is that still something that people can yeah um, get no, on board that with was like people kept messaging and asking where they could buy uh, merch and I thought to myself that's nuts no you can't like we're not doing that um, because I didn't th- obviously like from a bit if you were going to run it as a business mm. people would be looking at it from a financial point of view but I wasn't looking at it like that so I genuinely was not so then I said to myself well if I'm going to do it it's, that has to be purposeful to me and the purpose can't be that you might make extra money the purpose mm. is to be that it has to be more than that Yeah. so I was like a charity have to be involved like they have to be able to gain from it so I asked Anne if it could be Chrissy's house and she said yeah so I was like yes because <laughs> I was just like I love you guys <laughs> can, I like, have you? can I have your pal <laughs> please let me in <laughs> uh, so that was good and then um, on top of that it's the awareness and the highlighting as well because mm. I think like when every time people buy a hoodie a t-shirt a jumper whatever or the post about it on instagram so i'd never ask people to do that i just wouldn't like but if people want to mm-hmm. then i'm all for it because every time they do that it links back to chrissy's house and through the it being in sale like on my website or people seeing it on instagram mm-hmm. like the amount of people that have messaged and said i didn't even know that chrissy's house existed wow until i seen it on your instagram or i didn't know that they could get whatever service from chrissy's house and I'm like, that's it, that's job it, done. that's it, that's, totally that's, job that's done. That's like, all you can ask for, isn't it? You went somewhere, you were looking for help, or you came across something and thought, oh my God, that's going to work wonders for me. And there must be a million out, stories like, that you won't even get to know about, of that ilk. I hope so. You know, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. the people you know, people that take the time to come and tell you that, mm-hmm. but there'll be other people that just that day discovered Chrissy's house, and never even thought to tell you, because mm-hmm. they'd be like, oh, hundreds of folk will probably tell her mm-hmm. that. And it is nice that you get to know about it, because then you're like, well job done that's uh-huh. that's my, was my intention yeah I honestly hope that and I hope it's always like that like that people if they don't know about that resource or they don't know about any resource or they maybe find another person that I'm friends with or mm. whatever on Instagram and that's another source of help yeah, or support great. for them that's brilliant I, I, I know you don't like to plan and I think <laughs> I'm all for that as a person who's a last minute dot com mm-hmm. <laughs> for all the planning mm-hmm. in her life do you have hopes and wishes and things that you would like to do? So not that you're necessarily planning, mm-hmm. but is there stuff like that you would like to branch into with your already? Definitely. Um, I think there'll be a few more things like in terms of merch and stuff like mm. that that's available. Um, but again, like I'd like to think that there's a thought process behind it about why that's going to be impactful, or I'm certainly going to try and make it impactful, um, purposeful, and 
give people a reason to support it. Don't just buy it because it says you're alright on it and you think, I don't know, like a cat yeah. will be pure happy and whatever. Like, <laughs> I will be pure happy. <laughs> I'll be really happy. But like, I want you to buy right anything for the right reason. Uh, uh-huh. Of course. Um, so yeah, there's a few more things like that um, and a couple of other opportunities to just work with some different people and kind of see what happens. So I don't, I don't know, like... I'm really excited because I think I just, I just feel more open to it this year. Last year I was like I was say I was open to it and I was saying yeah, yes to stuff, yeah. um, and then opportunities were growing from that, which was brilliant. But this year I think I'm like more conscious of it, and I'm like, right. So if you want to do the good work and you really want to make your already a community, because I said to somebody the day like this isn't just for me, like this is for everybody mm-hmm. and I honest to God hope that that's the case eventually, if it doesn't feel like that already I hope it gets to that point where it's like I might have been the one that started it but if there's a community of people that are all socialising and yeah. talking to each other and gaining so much more out of it then oh my God that's that's the end goal, that's Absolutely. brilliant like bringing people together I think mm-hmm. is really important as well in this day and age mm-hmm. like uh, speaking to Iona Rendell yesterday and she started a hill walking group because uh-huh. she just like started hill walking, really enjoyed it. Yep. And thought there must be other folk out uh-huh. here that want to give this a go. And she just said, "Does anyone want to walk?" And uh-huh. like, she's uh-huh. got like two thousand people on her hill walking page. And she did a walk just before Christmas, and seventy-eight people went. That's amazing. And they had a lovely time, uh-huh. and they're all making friendships and meeting up. Uh-huh. You know, she's like, that's just blows mm-hmm. my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but you created that because mm-hmm. you had the right intention. It was just something you enjoyed, something you saw the be- they felt the benefits of, and you wanted to support Share others. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. That's it. Like recently, or the last few months, like people obviously again Instagram brilliant for networking and like reaching out to people mm. and all that. And you'll get approached by people that are like that. Will you come and do this thing? And then will you post about it in your stories? And I'm like, I'll give you a list of people that will be happy to do that for you. I'm probably not that person though because mm-hmm. we don't come from the same yeah. angle. And there's yes. nothing wrong with that. No, no, like, no. but you think what would would you be that's not going to highlight all the mental health stuff yeah. or just health in general or yes. like positivity the way that I hope that it yeah. would um, and so then it wouldn't be real no. I would just be like that oh I cool I'll do it because I'm getting something in return and I think I, can't, I never want yeah. to be a saint. you need to do it but it comes from your gut what feels Aye. right do it because you enjoy it. Mm-hmm. If if it, if you still if it still sparks the joy for you then it'll spark the joy for other folk. Mm-hmm. But if things become a chore and it becomes work mm-hmm. then you're like. Mm. Aye. But I but I don't see that for you because the the whole time you've been talking about it you've just been totally loud. <laughs> and the last thing which probably should have been the first thing <laughs> is why did you call it you're alright? Oh, because well because when I was younger and I did like have the I was really really shy introverted all that kind of stuff and then it, as I get a wee bit older I would have like anxiety and stuff like that. And I wouldn't know what to do with things and all this jazz. <laughs> and I get really, really worried and all that. And my mum would just constantly say to me, you're all right, oh, you're all right, you can do it, you're all right. And it was just like that constantly. And I mean, even now she still says mm-hmm. it to me. So when it came to that minute, I was thinking, I'm going to set up on Instagram again. Nothing was wrote on paper. I sat mm. and I was like, new account, whatever. And I'm like, what will I call it? I know what I wanted to kind of focus and be about. And all I could hear was her voice just going, you're all right, you're all right. So I was like, I can't even call it that because that's what helped me, even though it was only words and, you know. But in itself, that was just a massive comfort. Yeah, so, her intentions mm-hmm. were there. Definitely. Her intentions. So it felt safe, I suppose, for mm. me to call it that because I knew where that what that had meant to me. Mm-hmm. 
and the power of words actually mm-hmm. kind words mm-hmm. not so kind words yeah um and reading your blurb the, the way you write it the, <laughs> the power of that just like it is like you're saying it mm-hmm. like i know you said earlier and that's how you you want to write it uh-huh. you write it the way you would say, say it, it. Uh-huh. um and that's when you really connect with it then because it just I can hear you and I hadn't even like met you do you know what I mean I was like I can just hear that chat because that's how your pals talk Hi. you know uh-huh. yeah it is the power of words and any words that you've used on your Instagram they just they they make you laugh they maybe make you cry they maybe thought provoking mm-hmm. but it's it's just spreading a bit of light a bit of positivity a bit of fun and making folk feel like they're normal whatever normal is Yes, that's Yay. exactly what I hope it is. Dude, it, it totally is. I'm not just telling your story. <laughs> that's why I asked you to do this. You are you and yourself are absolutely the epitome of being a bro bag. <laughs> did, you, did you see my, my recent hashtag? I did, and I loved it. Well, I was like, that's class. Do you know I did, You were in my head when I did it because I thought, is this a thing already? Have I seen you? Know what I mean, you're like, have I unintentionally copied Aye. somebody? Uh-huh. So I did have a wee like. A, Search for them. I know how to search for the hashtag. This is about the extent of my technical knowledge. I was like, has anybody said this before? So I was like, right, good. Nobody, nobody to my knowledge has used this on Instagram. And when I was right, I was like, I think Kat, who I've never even met, would be quite proud of me. I, I'm so proud. I seen it and I was like, I love that. I was like, that's brilliant. That's hilarious. So you have to, you, Kat, are a bra bag for sure. Yes. That's my yellow square on the border. Of a bra bag. You can have that. I don't You can have that. <laughs> right, we are moving on to the thing about my bobs, which I did tell you beforehand, but I haven't given you the questions, so nobody think that Kat is like prepped and all that. So these are just a list of random questions. And okay. I add to them all the time. Mm-hmm. And then I just pick out certain ones for the broad rave guest, right? Okay, do Do you call it a house coat or a dressing gown? A house coat. Aye. <laughs> I was the first person that said house coat. Done. I don't even know you asked any other Yes. Um, what's the first thing you notice about someone when you meet them? Ooh. Um... I don't know. Do you mean like physically or like... It could be or it could be something about their personality mm-hmm. or... Uh, usually it's uh, like how confident they are mm-hmm. or how unconfident they are just because uh, like I've always... I said a minute ago like I grew up like being shy and anxious or whatever and being around the people that were like total extroverts and like, you know, jazz hands and their face not, I would be like... Somebody like me. How <laughs> are you functioning like that? Like, you're an alien to me. Like, like what is happening here? So I guess it's always that. I'll walk away. If it's like a brief encounter or obviously if it's longer, you get a better picture of somebody. Mm. But if it's like a brief thing, I always walk away and think, God, they were so confident. Or, you know, they were quite shy. Because yeah. I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your friendship group now, mm-hmm. what are you best known for? Um, I don't know. I'm known for like I never go to the bar like when we're when we're out like at oh, the pub. It's not coming out now. <laughs> no, because I won't buy a drink. Right? Let me just point that out. There, I'm always in the kitty, or I'm always contributing, or I'm always trying to encourage somebody else to go to the bar for me. But yes. again, it's it's one of the things like like I don't know why, but it makes me feel dead nervous. Right. Like if it's a really busy bar, I'll be like that. Like. Oh God, I'm not going to the bar, you go to the bar and they'll wind me up and be like that, Cat, you know, how many times have we done this? My God. And I'll be like, ah, just you go. And then sometimes they'll force me um, and they'll come with me because they're my pals. pals so like, I get up there and I do it. And then, but other times they're, they're nice to me and they go, all right, Cat. You'll go, sorry. I love that. <laughs> You're very self aware. I love that about you. <laughs> Whose house would you like to have in? Was he around? 
see to be honest that might be in everybody's house do like, you like going to folks' I, houses? Sometimes I'll just sit. Now, this is going to make me sound like a right weirdo. <laughs> on right move, just like that, looking. Aye. Because I want to see the one. decor. Aye, aye, that's what well, it's like. I've, I've got a poncho for interior design, uh-huh. so I love any day with houses. And like that, let me mm. see inside your gaff. Look right now. Look. <laughs> Down with the kids. This is a new chat. I've no, got a gaff. I'm not on board with this chat, though. I have to say that because a gaff is—is is that not an English term? Though? I don't know, but it's unacceptable. Lisa, it's right? no an empty. No, in Glasgow we have to go back to empty. You've got an empty. Yeah, You've no yeah. got a gaff. Like I know. Don't know what's I heard this here. recently, and I was like, oh, like, I've, they've moved on. No, can we make this a lesson in schools? Like I think we should. Mm-hmm. You, you'd be the best person to do like, lessons. <laughs> bants lessons, guys. <laughs> I heard it, and I was horrified. I was like, no. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. I know they teach you so much so when you're at school you're just like <laughs> it's good to be observational like that's what I think about you I'm like you must just be kicking about all the time listening and watching to see mm-hmm. where you're in spoken comfy oh <laughs> on everyday life isn't it do you like, take like, little everywhere? notes on your phone or do you just make a mental note um, sometimes yeah. sometimes I make a note sometimes it's a mental note I uh-huh. do obviously, I do say to people quite a lot like a, oh my god that's going to be a yellow square or if I'm in a daft situation I'm like I'm totally writing about this because this is <laughs> Stupid and unbelievable, and of course I'm in this. Um, so you take. Do folk ask you if they can be a, if they can be a yellow square? Uh huh. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. That's so good. Um, can you handle two more? Mm-hmm. Where is your happy place? Oh, it's probably working with kids. Um, you do every day is a learning day. Like you just you cannot walk away and not have learned something from them about yourself or about them or about how you could deal or handle a situation better. It's just so uplifting. Like I've worked with some kids that have come from like trauma backgrounds and stuff like that. I've worked in behaviours. I work with behaviour strategies, different things, and to see these kids become resilient when they weren't in that place at first, but you've supported them and they've. Um, trusted you mm. to let them get to that place yeah. is just unbelievably rewarding like just so yeah. many situations in my life where I've been so grateful that I've been in wow. them because the kids are amazing you walk away like sometimes as an adult as well and like if you're in a bad mood and it's something petty or it's something ridiculous and then I'm looking at a kid and I'm looking at their file and I'm watching them in action socialising and being normal again like you say whatever that mm. is and you think to yourself oh my god how are you doing that how are you doing that uh-huh and like whatever you've got on your replay at such a young age um aye it's just constant life lessons like and and they're just hilarious they're absolutely yeah. hilarious I had a wee girl recently like we wear a badge at work obviously but mine's is always back to front because mm. I hate the photo <laughs> it is horrendous I'm always like that to the kids does that look like me but does it look like me and 90% of them are like aye it aye, does get over it that's your face and 10% just humour me and they're like no no you look so much better than that photo and I go away like that thank god bye but um, it's a terrible photo and <laughs> One wee girl had it the other day and she was like, she never usually bothers with it, but she took it out or she went, can I take your badge out? And I said, aye. She took it out and she went, why is it round the wrong way? And I was like, I just don't like that photo. I went, it's not my favourite photo of myself. I was like, that's why I always hide it. And she went, is it your cheeks? <laughs> and I was like, do you know the pure annoying thing? No, it wasn't. It actually is, but Lisa, that's the annoying thing. My cheeks are humongous in it. I look like I've been storing food for five weeks in them. I was like, why is my face so round? So I was like, no way is anybody saying that. Thank you for that. Aye, and so when she's like, mm, is it your cheeks? I was just like, I feel starting to greet I was like, yes, it is. I was like, give me that. Put that back. Real. Aye. 
thanks for that. She just nodded, looked away, and then somebody else heard, and you know how kids will always jump in the bandwagon. Yes. They're like, why, why do you not show your back? She's like, it's her cheeks. Cheeks. Just like, brilliant. Thank you. Right, so. Ah, well. Mm-hmm. Right, if you don't get thick skin, that means you start growing Exactly. Something. You can't work with kids and they'll have a thick no, skin. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> They're brutal. Now, this is the piece of resistance question that mm. everybody gets asked, but I feel like that you are the person to ask. Oh, you are God. the person to ask this question. Pressure. What is your favourite Scottish word or phrase? I mean... I can't even imagine how you're going to be able to pick one. Oh. You have all the phrases. So many, but I honestly think it's... Ball bag is my favourite word, right? But saying absolute ball bag together is just like... Because <laughs> you see, when you're in the moment, you're talking about somebody that's really wound you up mm. or something that's really annoyed you. It's everything I want to say. It just sums it up uh-huh. And people hear it and they're like, oh, oh mm-hmm. aye. 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 they just know then. Yes. So aye. So it's funny that bra bag is your hashtag. It is. And ball bag's my favourite so word. let's celebrate the bra bags. <laughs> <laughs> Ditch those other ones. <laughs> Listen, I cannot thank you enough for doing this. Oh I my could, god! I could, it was amazing, and um, I wish you everything that you want for your alright because I know what joy it brings to other people, including yourself. Thanks, Lisa. Well done. Thank you. I think you're awesome. <laughs> I think you're brilliant. And I'm, I feel like I need to make you another cup of tea because you've been drinking like <laughs> stone cold tea for last hour. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Bra and the Brave, a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests. Bye for now.